When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. Scott's out back riding some dirt bikes. Adam's digging up a corpse from a, from underneath a tree, and I guess I'm a witch. I don't know. This movie's fucking crazy, but it's my favorite David Carradine movie because we're talking about Pumpkinhead here on Horror Movie Night. <clears throat> so this is the conclusion of Scott is a goddamn idiot. Um, <laughs> we'll t- cra- probably uh, have a new version of this start up next week, but for the last two weeks... I confused uh, Lance Hendrickson and David Carradine, so uh, this is the one featuring the guy who isn't dead. I didn't even want to bring that, uh, like, it was one of these moments I was watching the movie and I'm like, wait, that's Lance Hendrickson. Oh yeah, no, I gotta make a reference to David Carradine. (laughs) This this has been decided for me. So the movie starts off in 1957, and there's a little boy named Ed. And he witnesses a man being killed by a monster outside of his bedroom after his dad Hey, refuses. listen, listen, Matt. Matt, Yo. let me do you a favor. Skip 57 minutes into the plot of this movie. <laughs> no, tr- so don't don't worry. I'm I'm going to get there. So so yeah, so he, his dad refuses to provide this guy with some sanctuary and gets murdered. And then we jump immediately to the present day and Ed's grown up and he runs a small store and a group of teenagers come by and ride their dirt bikes. And they kill Ed's son, and then... Uh, you are just burning through my notes right now. Okay, well then, interrupt me. Tell me what I'm missing here, because basically, what I'm trying to get to is that the first 45 minutes of this movie could just be the first 15 minutes of this movie. <laughs> I'm going to defend this film, because, okay, this is like the third time I've watched it, I think. So, I, I, I took notes, because I was like, you know what, I, I'm probably not going to have anything nice to say about this film because I didn't really like it the first two times I watched it. I just thought that it was real slow and I thought that the it's it's very concept oriented but not really very good on the execution. I don't disagree with you actually. I like this movie. Adam's the only one that hates it. Well, right, right. Uh, so here's my thing is like I went into this thinking, okay, this is probably going to be a bad pick. Like I I'm probably not going to enjoy this watch, but at least it'll be good. I can 
you know, lambasted it on the podcast. But actually, so I, I guess we're like 10 minutes in now uh, and I'm and I'm thinking, God damn it, I forgot how depressing this movie is. It's just like it's got this oppressive feeling like this this dread because, you know, the kid's going to die like it's. But I think that <clears throat> where you two guys are like frustrated well, Matt's frustrated. Adam's pissed off because that's Adam about the pacing of the beginning. But for once, I'm going to defend a slow burn at the beginning. Well, and no, I'm I, say, <clears throat> it's hey, important you, because you, you, you have to see no, how important that kid is to, to Ed. Well, and if, if the you, kid isn't everything said, to him. Well, and I disagree said, because I actually think that it doesn't feel like a slow – when I was watching it, which this is probably like the third or fourth time that I've watched it, and I liked it a lot the first time. Bought it on DVD and then didn't really like it that much the second time, and this is the third time I'm watching it, is that the build-up to Pumpkinhead's debut is 45 minutes. But it actually kind of moves quickly enough that it feels like 20 minutes. But then his slaughter is like 20 minutes long, and it feels like it's 40 minutes long. Like, it's very... Surreal. There's some there's some weird dynamics with that character construction, and I'm not talking about the physical look and power level of that character as much as there are times when it is like obscenely strong, and and seems to be smart or cunning rather, I guess is the term I'm looking for. But then there are other times where they like nerf the character, nerf the monster, and it's. And that, to pad out the movie, it's it's, and I'm not going to defend the movie for that because that is frustrating for me. But like, there's the part where like Pumpkinhead grabs people and pulls them up into trees that are like 40 feet tall and then drops them. That takes a great deal of strength. And uh, I mean, you know, it, it also like rammed the shotgun through that guy's chest. But then there, then <laughs> the part, which is all, which is one of my favorite parts of the movie, actually. Pumpkinhead's walking through that broken down church, and he grabs the crucifix, or he grabs the cross, and he like bashes it against the wall a couple times. I'm like, bro, it's two pieces of wood. How many times do you have to hit it against the wall before it actually breaks? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just funny. I I love this movie now. Like I I really. I really respect it. It's not one of those horror movies that I'm going to probably watch on a regular basis. But here's what I love about it. I love the look of it. That's what I'm saying. I think that, and that's what stuck with me from the first couple times watching it, is the concept is better than the execution. Like, the pacing is kind of fucked up. And I don't think that they really flesh out Pumpkinhead's abilities very well. But they um, did a great job with – I think one of the compliments – we'll get all the compliments out of the way now and then just go into the nitty-gritty picking shit apart portion of the podcast. But they did a good job with this movie, I think, of developing a mythos. Without made, telling it all, though. Without is- telling it all, which they completely fuck up in the sequel where they give you Pumpkinhead's origin story of what Pumpkinhead is. And it's like we don't yeah. fucking need this information. We're not watching that. I'm not watching that. Me and me and my headmates are not watching Pumpkinhead Bloodwings. I could not disagree with you guys more on every <laughs> single point that you're making right now. Well, this is why we have you on the show because yeah, you, because <laughs> otherwise it would be a ten minute episode. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, just say okay, nice things and be done. I, like you, you said that you respect this movie. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> this coming from the guy. I mean, let's let's just go down your previous picks. Even before we started doing Harvey Me Night, you picked Taxidermia, 
Great movie. I love Hungary. Not the Sangre. Hungarian film. The, 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 the thing, the, the cook, the wife. The, yeah, the, yeah, you picked that. Yep, absolutely. I mean, English people love it. Satirism, that's great. That's a good movie. Keep calling. Adam, you turn more and more into canon every week. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that sometimes I forget canon is not Canadian. He's a Canadian. <laughs> he's, he's a kind of Canadian. Yeah, but no, seriously though, this movie is, there. there's a reason it has a cult following and it has everything to do with the fact that you're a goddamn idiot, Adam. No, it has everything to do with the fact that the last 20 minutes of this movie absolutely out of control shows you the character. It shows you Pumpkinhead and it does not shy away from that. I mean, you get to see Pumpkinhead full on in his glory doing what he does. And that's understandable, and it's good because that's—I mean—that's a good character piece. Like, that's a, that's a good practical effect. But the first fifty fucking minutes of this movie does not make it worthwhile <laughs> to watch this piece of fucking shit. Like, this is awful. This is so unbearable for the first fifty minutes of it. There's you're the nothing. biggest baby. <laughs> oh, go, go <laughs> Well, I, I wasted. I wasted my time. I felt like uh, like Adam. I all you have is time. time. <laughs> this is your favorite hobby, so don't complain. <laughs> you spent all oh. week at your shit job being like, I can't wait to watch this garbage movie so I can rip it apart for forty five minutes with my two best friends. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get to get home. And spent 50 minutes looking at nothing. <laughs> looking at literally nothing going on. I might as well have watched paint dry. It's fucking boring. By the way, this is coming from the guy who loves The Room. The Room at least has sex scenes. <laughs> you know what's weird, though, about Pumpkinhead? Actually, because you had mentioned it. Like, when Pumpkinhead becomes a thing, you just see him. There's no, like weird jaws like shots where they wait until the very end to reveal pumpkin head like as soon as pumpkin head's a thing he's fucking a thing and like even the vhs cover was just a picture of pumpkin of head face yeah <laughs> like they were <laughs> so proud of that pumpkin head creature that well they it's because were... the creature looks awesome yes it does well, listen, minute 50 on like when you start seeing pumpkin head i i'm into it i am into it but it's just it's it's too much. There's too much build up. Well, then Scott to... Roger the first fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is that I prefer the first fifty minutes to when the killing starts because I could not give less of a shit about those kids. No, they're like, all they're shitty all people. Awful. <laughs> they are terrible people, and it actually is good because most most of the schlocky eighties horror movies were trying to like humanize the kids. I mean, let's just, I mean, like, that's a blanket statement here, but, you know, like, a lot of times they're trying to make you care that the kids then get dismembered. These kids are shitty people, and it's like, the one guy's trying to cover for his his friend, who obviously has some sort of mental disorder and is an alcoholic, he's like, oh, I got caught, I, like, this is not the first time in the last month that he's had a vehicular accident. Yeah. Like, dude is a you know, bad yeah. person and should yeah. be punished. You know why you're so t attached to those kids? Because they spend more than half 
the fucking movie making you attached to those goddamn kids. But I'm like, not. Nothing I'm not at all. That's the problem. That's They're, what I'm saying. Yeah. Listening comprehension is not your strong suit, Adam. I'll give you that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> so wait, you guys. Wait, wait. From the sounds of it, you agree with me. This movie shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, so so here's here's my take on uh, the thing. Is like the action is pointless because this movie is more of a character study of Ed Harley, and when you see that and you you watch it in that kind of point of view where it's like this tragic tale of him getting everything taken from him because like let's just do a quick little timeline of the shit that goes down in Ed Harley's life he is he grows up in a holler like that does not lead to a whole lot of social or financial mobility probably married his sister miraculously doesn't have <laughs> some sort of demonic spawn that is born of, of the unholy union of him and a, and a semi-close relative. His, his sister wife dies. He's left to fend for himself and his kid with these big Coke bottle glasses, and he keeps thinking that the kid's going to be something important. That kid is probably just going to, like, man the shop. the shop. Yeah. Like, so his life sucks, but he at least has the love of his child. And then these... Pieces of shit from the city come in, kill his kid, try and make it look like an accident. And then when he goes to get vengeance, he can't. Well, first of all, he tries to go and have his kid resurrected. No pet cemetery for you, Ed Harley. You get a demon. So you get the demon. And then it turns out that you have to watch everybody being killed. That sucks, too. And then he's like, you know what? I can't live with that. So I'm going to try and stop it. So he tries to stop this unstoppable demon and realizes that he must kill himself to stop the demon. But actually stopping the demon doesn't actually happen at all because he just becomes Pumpkinhead. So it's all bad for Ed Harley. And if you look at the movie like that, I feel like you see how cheap the last 40 minutes of it actually are because, or whatever it is, the 50 minutes, or I don't know. You know, like the, once the killing starts... It really is just gore for its own sake. Like, there don't need oh, to be that many kills and that much running around. Up to a point, it, it becomes nonstop. Like, they literally, every time they turn a corner, Pumpkinhead is there. And he kills off another character. Yeah, I mean, I always feel like somebody's watching me. I always feel like somebody's watching me. <laughs> I mean, we're, so, we're at this 15-minute mark on this podcast, and Adam hasn't sung anything, so well, I, I know I needed to throw him a bone here. Well, like, I could be your Adam, bro. <laughs> I could be your Ed Harley. <laughs> well, I like, can tear you limb from limb. Can we take a quick pause to, to admire the song Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell? Not not because of the chorus that everyone remembers, but the weird accent in which Rockwell raps throughout that song. <laughs> like, Who's watching me now? The IRS? Yes. Are they in my home? I'm in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> you, know, you know what song I actually, I actually really love this song? It's um, Holiday Rap by MC Micro G and DJ Sven. I Have think you, you guys just ever made, heard that song? That sounds like you just made up a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I swear to God. It's, like, it's, it's an actual song, and I will post it. In the thread. And it, it, it came out like er, the late 80s when like uh, like hip-hop was happening, and these two Swedish guys 
We're like, yeah, whatever. We'll do, we'll do some hip hop. We can, we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Ill Mitch. <laughs> if you ever listen to the Russian rapper Ill Mitch, I know, but I'm about to. <laughs> Fast in Danger about skateboarding is uh, probably his best song. Adam, a couple weeks ago, you were waiting to podcast listening to fucking Best Coast. <laughs> you guys have terrible taste in music. So <laughs> this movie also has that really bad uh, 80s teenager, quote unquote, where like... Yeah, every, they're all 26. <laughs> like they're damn near 30. Every one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I, <laughs> You know, I never really – I knew that they were older than me when I was watching these in high school or whatever. I think they're supposed to be college students. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, I knew – you know, you watch Scream and Nev Campbell's mid-20s and she's like supposed to be a senior in high school. Okay. I knew that they were older but I always just kind of rolled with it. But now that I'm actually older than the actors and actresses playing younger people in these movies, I'm like – there's no way. Come on. Like, okay, so quick side note. Um, I'm going to pop into one of the two things that I watched this week. Uh, just to mention it here because it's topical. Megan and I finally watched Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey and uh, Amanda Peterson in it. And Patrick Dempsey looks like he's in high school in that movie. But the slutty cheerleader friends, they could be 30. They could be like my coworkers. It's so weird. There's no worse offender than Rizzo in Greece. Oh my god. Yeah, she's 40. <laughs> yeah, she's got fucking crow's feet. <laughs> she's she's a 16-year-old girl afraid of being pregnant. <laughs> at the at the end of that movie, she's like, "I'm not pregnant." And then I'm like, "Well, you know why, Rizzo? Because you can't get pregnant. You're too old." She's not on she's not in menopause. Like and also Adam apparently fell down a well again. So the campers argue about if they should go to the police while Ed goes and visits a witch and he helps Named Haggis! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as if it doesn't suck bad enough for her that she's named fucking Haggis. She's also a witch and apparently immortal. So she helps Harley get revenge by resurrecting Pumpkinhead using Ed and his son's blood on this deformed corpse. Pumpkinhead just immediately gets to kill in business as soon as he's resurrected. Dude, he does not fuck around. I mean, you only got X amount of time before you turn into a human. It's like Cinderella, but in reverse. Yeah. Well, that was the weird it, part when I was rewatching it was I was like, I feel like they show Pumpkinhead become Pumpkinhead, and then there's still some time before he starts killing people. But it's like five minutes after he becomes Pumpkinhead that he's just pulling people up in trees and dropping them. The first thing I did when I was born was a skill. <laughs> well, it, it, like all the characters in this fucking movie are just completely stupid. Like they will run around a corner and run right into Pumpkinhead. Like they'll bump into his chest and they'll just look at him and go, ah, like they just get scared by it. Like, and, and Dude, it's, it's if like, you turned around a corner and Pumpkinhead was there, you'd probably scream like a bitch too. I would turn around the other way and run the <laughs> fuck out of there. There's no way I just like every one of these characters. You might as well just like line them up and make them run towards a meat grinder. Like they're all just getting ready to be killed. Like, ah, oh, it's so stupid. They're all idiots. They're just so dumb. Anyways, it's a good movie. It's all right. It's so <laughs> <laughs> well, Ed is being forced to experience Pumpkinhead's terror, and uh, quickly he starts to develop some remorse. For his act of vengeance and uh, goes back 
to the witch Haggis. That's when she tells him that Pumpkinhead cannot be stopped and warns him that he will die if he tries to stop the killing spree. But Pumpkinhead continues to kill these kids and Ed begins to mutate looking more and more like the creature whereas the creature begins to develop Ed's face. That's when Ed realizes that him and Pumpkinhead are the same being and he must kill himself, ending Pumpkinhead's life. And then at the end of the movie, the witch is burying Ed's body, which is now the mangled corpse of Pumpkinhead from the beginning of the film. Well, okay, here's the thing. By the way, Pumpkinhead is backwards xenomorph confirmed. Yes. Uh, and, and that full body suit is like, it's no joke. It is awesome. You know what I love the most about this film is the cinematography, which we don't talk about a whole lot because a lot of the times it's mediocre at best. But really, like, this movie has great cinematography, and it's very classic. Like, when Ed goes up to Razorback Ridge to the, to the pumpkin patch, it I don't know if it was on a soundstage or what, but it is super, like, classic 50s horror with the, the moon streaming down and the, the fog. And it's just – the setting is just great. And they must have used super high-quality film because it looks – it still looks great. But – the thing that clashes with that is the music. Like, the music is bad. <laughs> but they, I think they probably just spent all their time trying to get Pumpkinhead looking awesome. Because, like, the full-on, whenever Pumpkinhead is like, rah, you know, is, and you see him from head to toe to tail, it is impressive. It's just so impressive. Well, I'm pretty sure this is the only movie Stan Winston ever made. So, of course, the main focus was on the, the practical effects of the creature. I mean, is he the guy that wrote it? Because, if so, he needs to not right for a movie ever again. Well, because... not sure. Well, St- you know who Stan Winston is, right? No. Oh, Stan Winston is the guy who built the aliens. Oh! He's, he's, a, he's a special effects guy. This is the only movie he ever made with the money that he made from doing special effects for a bunch of movies. So, like, this was his big, I'm going to make a creature feature with all of my background of doing special effects. He did, like, the Monsters and Monster Squad and shit. Oh, my God! Yes, let's talk about how awesome the Monsters and Monster Squad look. <laughs> Dude, the creature every, from the Black Lagoon. Everything, every, every single movie we talk about rolls back to Monster Squad. Because it's it all... so good. Yeah, I mean, creatures swimming in the swimming pool. <laughs> that, I mean, usually... swimming in the swimming pool. Yeah, let me see. So Stan Winston... You got the, you got the, the Medusas and the Draculas and the Muckmans. Yeah, let me take a... <laughs> I'm going to take a quick peek at his, at his resume. Let's see. The Wiz... <laughs> Friday the 13th, Part 3, The Thing, Ghoulies. Oh, shit, The Thing. Invaders from Mars, Aliens, Monster Squad, Predator, Pumpkinhead, Edward Scissorhands, Terminator 2, Batman Returns, Jurassic Park, Interview with a Vampire, Congo, uh, The Island of Dr. Yeah! Island of Dr. Monroe. Oh, my God. Island of Dr. Moreau. We can't go one episode without you screwing up somebody's name. Uh, the Relic. <laughs> the Relic. Mouse Hunt. Small Soldiers. Lake Placid. Galaxy Quest. Uh, oh, a- ah, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Big Fish. Wrong, oh, wrong yeah. Turn. Doom. The Shaggy Dog. Benchwarmers. Iron Man. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And his last movie before he died was Shutter Island. And Avatar. He worked on Avatar. Shutter Island is a great film. Right, that's that's a that, good way to go out. Yeah. That that guy has had quite the illustrious career. That's a yeah, very yeah. good career. Yeah, Benchwarmers, Heart Beeps. Oh. Seriously, are you going to like criticize him when he did The Thing? And, Alien? and The Predator. He did Aliens and Predators. I mean, like, he is a god amongst men. Can we, uh, can we actually point out, though, that knowing this 
knowing this information, I have a feeling that the aliens from Kingdom of Crystal Skull were just like leftover molds of Pumpkinhead. <laughs> uh, I don't know because oh that does not exist to me. <laughs> they they look very much so like Pumpkinhead. <laughs> oh, you might be right, Matt. You might be right. Like he's oh. like, oh, I've got this old mold just laying around. Let's throw that yeah, on there. You know what? He got older and he got lazier. And he just decided <laughs> to say fuck it. <laughs> Adam O'Brien to that movie. <laughs> what did you guys watch this week? No, I got lots of stuff to talk about. Okay, let's still. talk about Pumpkinhead. Go. Yes. Okay. So I want to talk about the people that were in this movie. There really, there are just two two things I want to say. Maggie was in Nightmare on Elm Street too, but I don't think that it was one of the main characters because I don't really recognize her. Because I was like, do I know any of these people? But Steve is the douche nozzle in Slumber Party Massacre too. Is he really? Yeah, yeah he's, he's the guy that, like, pushes the main girl into the pool. And the main girl in Summer Party Massacre 2 was the, the main woman on Wings. Like, I don't know if you ever watched Wings. But, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, buddy, my buddy Eric loves the, the podcast, and, and he was obsessed with the Summer Party Massacre 2 podcast episode for a while. And he was like, dude, you didn't even mention the fact that so-and-so was the main woman on Wings. I was like, oh, I totally forgot. Because he and I used to watch Wings together. I mean, I, I don't know why, because I don't know why anybody actually liked that TV show. It's I, not really a good TV show. I never really watched Wings, but I feel like it's not really a uh, a group show, like a show that requires a group watching. No, no, absolutely not. So anyway, yeah. Like, so the, it's just funny that Steve was in that. Also, Steve was in Killer Workout. That guy that was in Slumber Party Massacre 2 and Pumpkinhead was also in Killer Workout, which I... I when I watched Killer Workout, I was definitely not focusing on him at all. <laughs> oh my god! And you know this guy? Like he's a friend of yours? What? No, 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 no! no, no. Sorry. There's listening Steve, comprehension this... <laughs> is not your strong suit. <laughs> yeah, man, Scott's just been palling around with the fifty-year-old guy at this point from Slumber Party Massacre Two and Killer Workout. No, his buddy. He, his buddy listens to our show. And pointed out that the chick from Slumber Party Massacre 2 is from Wings, which is directly connected to the fact that he's talking about the chick from Wings. Killer, killer workout. Yeah, it's, well, just, yeah. it's all just, I don't know. I, it made sense when I heard oh, it. Okay, all right, all right. That makes I mean, I was about to say, like, can I... Can I meet this guy? Listen, I... <laughs> listeners, if you want to draw... If I you know that guy, I wouldn't let you meet him because you're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, if you have the time and you want to draw out, like, an example of the way that that conversation went so that we can follow yeah, it. We you, lost if you wanna, everybody. If you want to draw me, draw me a diagram, <laughs> I would very much so appreciate it. Some fucking directions on how that conversation got to, to killer workout. And it's fucking six degrees to Kevin Bacon way. It, it could it could literally it could literally be a Venn diagram where it's like killer workout. This movie, the two conduct this way, and I'll be like, oh, I still don't get it. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so there's a decent amount of uh, schlocky B celebrities in this movie, and David Carradine. And David Carradine. Well, now we know why he died because he really could never get back to the. Uh... The glory days of Pumpkinhead, and maybe he hung himself to stop Pumpkinhead from killing others. No, it's not, he would just turn into Pumpkinhead, dummy. Oh, Listen, David David Carradine was a proud, proud man. I mean, have you seen Death Wish two thousand? Uh, <laughs> like, come on, like, 
Death Race 2000, you're combining two films. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. That one that has a sandwich in it? <laughs> no dice. No dice. <laughs> 921 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. All right. Adam, what'd you watch this week besides Pumpkinhead? I watched cartoons. Yeah, I I mean, I've obviously watched my daily regiment of cartoons. So Adventure Time, still pretty sweet. Oh, I guess that's really my only cartoon that's going on right now. Rick and Morty is not happening until next year. But I watched the second season of Fargo. Have you guys seen any Fargo? I haven't, and I'm told that it's really good. So it's been on my list to watch. It was... You know when people said that, like, Breaking Bad was, like, the golden age of TV? Yeah. Like, like TV has gotten... Because that's really (laughs) short-sighted. Well, it, yeah, they ha- they did say it. They said that gold, like the golden age of TV, was like 2010 to 2015 when Breaking Bad was going on. Fargo is by far and easy, easily the best television show that I have ever watched in my entire fucking life. Like it, it, it's, it's like I, I, I'm upset. Like I'm obsessed with like you know. I watched. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead, and and I watched Breaking Bad, and I watched uh, The Wire, and I watched uh, Boardwalk Empire, and and this is easy, fucking easy, the best television show that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like no fucking comparison to like season two of Fargo, and it's it's kind of like um oh what's the word that I'm looking for where like season one is its own contained story and season two is its own contained contained story as well. Yeah. What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, uh, I don't know, but so does this, so this doesn't have anything to do. Like if you didn't watch season one, you could watch season two and follow it. Or does it still connect to season one in little ways? Oh, in little ways, but you don't actually have to watch season one to enjoy it. Um, what's, what's, uh, Fuck! What's the word? It's really bugging me now. Uh, what's what's Halloween three? Halloween three. They thought that they were going to become a oh, serialized. anthology, serialized, serial, yeah. one off. I don't know what you're going this is, for. This is, you're wasting the episode. Yet. Don't worry, Adam. Matt's just going to cut this whole discussion. <laughs> it's just going to end with you being like, "I watched Fargo season two, and it's going to jump right to what Scott watched." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it, it's 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 some of the best television that I've seen in my entire life, and I, I I really want you guys to watch it, just so that we can talk about it later because it's really worth your time. Like it is very much so. It's ten episodes. It's worth your fucking time. Watch it, guys. Oh my god, Matt! Man. What did you watch this week? Uh, this week I watched the movie Jack's Back. Uh, oh, is Mick Jagger in it? No. <laughs> with 
James Spader in it twice. What? Um, Jack's okay. Back just got released by Scream Factory, so I reviewed it for Geekscape. It is a 80s horror drama action film. I don't really know what to describe it as. It's a weird movie. But it's about a guy who is a copycat killer of Jack the Ripper a hundred years after the last Jack the Ripper murder. And everyone thinks that it is James Spader, the surgeon, who is doing it. Uh, until James Spader, the surgeon, is killed by the Jack the Ripper copycat killer. Who's and, also James Spader. And then James Spader, James Spader's identical twin brother, shows up and is like, Hey guys, my brother and I are telepathically linked and I got a look of the guy who killed him. So I'm going to join the police force and help you guys solve this murder mystery now. It and, sounds awful. Oh, it is fucking terrible. Um, the only positive thing I can say about it is that, uh, you know, Scream Factory does invest so much time in, like, getting these movies to look really good for the Blu-ray releases that the the actual cinematography of the movie is not deserving of the terrible script that it's that it's accompanied to like it looks great but when someone when that's the only positive you can say about a movie it's not really compelling to sit down and watch the movie uh i wrote a review it's on geekscape.net for that one but that's all i've got how about you uh how about you scott besides can't buy me love what else did you watch tropic thunder fantastic finally i've never seen it before so it's it was awesome well i mean I love Robert Downey Jr. In it. I think that I think the Tropic Thunder is a good movie that has moments of greatness in it, but I don't think that it's completely a great movie. Here's the quick and short answer to that suggestion. It's a Ben Stiller film. Well, but here's the thing though. Someone pointed out to me that was like an actor friend of mine why that movie is brilliant, and I do appreciate it a little bit more, which is like they said there's certain things that are so like satirically inside that like you don't notice it at first. And like the one thing that they point out is like, you know, Ben Stiller's character plays this like mentally challenged character that he's embarrassed by and he wants to move away from that. And then it's like his only means of survival in the movie is that he has to play that character. And it's like there's kind of like a weird like statement about what happens when you get pigeon-held to like a specific character in your career that's being said with that scene that I'm like okay I kind of dig that but I love Well no here here's the thing that's that's a 2 hour and a bit movie that does not hold up to its running time No it no, it, it really it, is way too way, long It's bloated it's very bloated and you could keep like there are brilliant parts of that movie like like Robert Downey Jr.'s retarded scene and like literally every part that has Robert Downey Jr. in it is actually fucking awesome. And same with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is. But, oh my god, Tom Cruise stole the movie. So, I mean, yeah. I've always thought he's a mediocre actor and really just famous for being a good-looking dude in the eighties. But he killed it. So funny. I, so, I will say my favorite part in that movie though is the first five minutes when it's just all the fake trailers. Oh, yeah. Because the, the trailer for Jack Black's The Fatties Fart 2 Ugh. is so spot on <laughs> for the type of garbage comedy that gets released sometimes. I understand why they picked like Robert Downey Jr. as the, the method actor, and they picked 
Jay Baruchel as the young guy that nobody can remember his name. Uh, and of course, Ben Stiller puts himself as the main character, like he does in all of his damn movies. I didn't see the the real life equivalency of having Jack Black play that character. Like, I love Jack Black, but I think he does spastic characters. He doesn't do, like, stupid comedy er- characters. Well, because Eddie Murphy does not have a sense of humor about himself and would probably never have done that part. Well, but also, they were trying to make it even by having there be, like, three black or three white dudes and, and one one black dude and one white dude dressed like a black dude. I think that if they would have had Eddie Murphy actually as him as his character, I, I understood that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like... No, who it should have been? Mike Myers. Yeah. Yes, that would have been perfect. Like, and no, I feel no, like no, 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 Mike no, no, no. Myers... You know, you, know who, you know who it should have been? It should have been my girl because my girl likes to party all the time. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, well but, that's like that's that's a two two and a bit hour movie, right? Which like uh, you can leave the like because there's a lot of really good parts in that movie, but there's so much that you could cut. You could have cut it down to an hour and forty, an hour and thirty, and 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 oh, had like, it would have been greatest uh, an hour and a half movie. Oh, I'm a oh, well, yeah. I'm a firm believer that oh. no comedy needs to go more than ninety minutes. Absolutely, like, ever. You're pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> funny people <laughs> funny people <laughs> no so it, it could have been i mean it still had its brilliant set pieces but it definitely went uh it, it went too long it went too long. well everybody that was Pumpkinhead from 1988 don't forget that you can always send us suggestions this one was actually sent to us in an email a while ago i want to say it was from megan nope it was actually sorry not megan it was jessica we got an email from Jessica that we read back on one of the mailbag episodes. She mentioned Pumpkinhead and the immediacy in which Adam was like, fucking, I hate Pumpkinhead. We we're like, well, guess what, motherfucker? We're talking about it now. So that was Pumpkinhead. You can torture us with your movie choices by emailing us at hmnpodcast at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a decent idea for what we could talk about. Pumpkinhead came out all right, but it seemed like it was... Uh, more torturous on Adam and and you know Scott and I just kind of sat there and talked about how good it was. So yeah. so uh, you know, let us know in the comments on the Facebook page. Do you like or dislike Pumpkinhead? Let us know. Where are you? Are you <laughs> underwater again? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Is this better? Is this better? No, no, what just happened? What did you do that was different than 30 seconds ago? Adam, I take the iPad out of your ass. <laughs> oh, my God. What? what the fuck is happening? I don't... <laughs> he was talking perfectly fine, and then we hit record. And shit got crazy. Okay, check, check. 
No. No, it literally sounds like you're talking <laughs> into a plastic bowl. Okay. There we are. How about now? What? No. Now? What? What do you keep doing? <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, for fuck's sake. Your life sucks, man. God fucking damn it. That sounds fine. Whatever you're doing, just stand exactly there and don't move. Hey, is this all right? Am I okay right Yeah, now? this sounds no, fine. it sounds like shit now. God fucking damn it. Okay, no, that okay. sounds fine. Yeah, that sounds fine. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right there. I'm coming, I'm coming through okay. I'm yes. coming through okay. okay. <laughs> well, oh, I already know okay. what... Okay, all right. I already, I already know what the bumper's going to be on this to fucking redo episode. your shitty intro, Matt. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, guys, are we talking about Pumpkinhead? Yeah, we're talking yeah. Pumpkinhead first. <clears throat> okay, one sec. All right. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about pumpkin heads. Okay. You Here. know, it's fucking 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 